Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Hey. Hi, Allie. How are you, Nicole? Good. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm good. It's day 20, day 30 of the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh my God. You're right. I think everybody's in the thick of it. it that's true. I think we're, everyone's just trying to do the best we can to survive. Yes. And, and try, try to make the best of it. Before we go into our normal, like, talk about our meltdown, what's up with us in our meltdown, I just wanted to let you guys know from the start, this episode's about um, dealing with stress and uncertainty. So anyway, we hope to have some, give you some tips at the end of this, or our little content is about how to deal with the stress of uncertainty. Okay? Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. But yep. um. Oh my God. How are you? You're like working from home and, and your kids are home and all of that. How's that going? Oh my God. Well, um, I think that the last time we talked to our, our audience, we were, I were doing pretty good. Feeling a little optimistic. (laughs) Um, (laughs) at least I was, but last week I had the like COVID got me down, like breakdown and cry session which mm-hmm. I hadn't had yet. Mm-hmm. And I just felt really like defeated and I lost my shit with my kids and, you know, like they just didn't want to transition off of tech to the, you know, like the little schooling program that I have arranged for them. And I just lost it and I just yelled at them and I put them in their rooms and I couldn't like control myself or my anger and my frustration. And I just needed a break. And, um, and so I put them all in their rooms and they, by the time I checked on them, like 30 minutes later, the two little ones had fallen asleep, which oh. told me that they were tired, you know, and they were just grumpy and yeah, they really needed a break too, probably and a rest. And my big one was doing fine. He was just like shooting basketball hoops in his room and his little basketball thing. But, um, I was just. And then I, yeah, I just, I can't remember what, what wasn't that made me cry. I think it was just like the lack of control. And I remember what was it? <laughs> it was that you couldn't, you realized you actually couldn't go anywhere for your spring break. Oh fuck. Yeah. That is what it was. So I have been looking forward to, so I don't know if I've told folks this, but I got a new job. Yeah, uh, which is super exciting. Yeah, because I think I was kind of in that transition mode for a little while and being kind of um, coy about discussing that. But I got a new job at a really great organization in Seattle in healthcare again, um, doing really um, important work. I feel like so I won't go too too into that. But um, I got a great new job, and in between my old job, which ends this Thursday, and my new job, I had a week of vacation. And I was going to go to Las Vegas and it was going to be a road trip. So we didn't feel like we needed to like worry about the airlines or getting told no. And um, we had called like a week ago and the, um, 
you know, ours was called the Grand View Hotel and it's off the beaten path and it's like a timeshare resort where there's residents and people live there. And, and so it wasn't really the same type of um, hotel experience. Yeah, that every, you know, that the rest of the Vegas Strip, you know, would have experienced. So we, we felt like we were kind of under the radar. And then all of a sudden, I got an email that said, you're not going to be able to go on your vacation. I was so devastated. I was, I know this is selfish, but I was like, you know, I've only been working at this company for two years. It took me a fuckload of time to you know, earn my vacation time to begin with. Yeah. You know, and then I really just wanted a change of scenery and a little bit of sunshine because this has been so stressful. Everybody fucking knows that, you know, and it's a shit storm out there. And it's like, I just, I wanted something to look forward to. And like having that like little thing to look forward to, like was getting me through. And then I was like, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> You know, and so I just had like a really deep cry and called Melanie and cried on her shoulder and she kind of just like helped me through it and it was a fucking rough goddamn day. That is rough. Thanks for reminding me. See, I don't even like, it's already water under the bridge. I already figured out a way to move on. Or you blocked, you blacked it out. You blocked it out, not blacked it out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my meltdown. Yeah. That's hard. It's hard to give. I mean, everybody's giving up all kinds oh, yeah. of stuff right now. And everybody um, is. Yeah. We didn't go to Mexico. Yeah. Um, and I mean, everybody's all, everyone's plans are, have changed. And now, now, oh my God, it reminds me of this meme I saw of um, someone posted something and it said, now I understand why dogs like to go for walks. <laughs> because that's all there is to do because <laughs> they're stuck inside yeah and that's it that's it the highlight is the walk that's it Hell so yeah dude we I, we just got oh. back from a walk ourselves mm-hmm. and yeah we both solo walked we didn't that's yeah. so nice yeah um i i yeah th- this week got much darker for me personally yeah. Um, and I am just accepting that I'm on a little bit of a roller coaster uh, with anxiety around what I'm going to be facing at work and everything's just changing. As you know, at a break, breakneck speed, mm-hmm. um, I, this is dark. I'm sorry, but it is, you know, I just, um, fuck man, T- two things. Um, I was at the hospital on Monday night and, you know, I saw, I went through the COVID ICU unit and there are people there that are really, that are young and they're dying. And it made me want to draft up a will and tell Rob what I wanted, you know, done, yeah, not done. And then the, the other thing is um, there was an assistant nurse manager. Now I had that same job, assistant nurse manager in an ICU. I'm not mm-hmm. that anymore there was an assistant nurse manager in New York who died of COVID-19 and he didn't have the personal protective equipment he needed to do his job safely. And he still did Mm -hmm. it. And I was just gutted gutted by that because he was also, he was 48. His name is, I think it's Kios Kelly. Um, Look him up. I'm sure you guys have all seen it, but um, I just, just was devastated, gutted, and just bald, you know, because like 
we think we should have what we need. How, how is we in Seattle right now, we're, we're in really good shape, but, but we have, it doesn't mean that it's not going to get bad. Um, but compared to New York, I mean, it's a fucking war zone over there. And I mean, I'm not going to risk my life. I mean, I don't want to be in that position. We talked about it last time, I guess the same position of like, well, I have the shit I need to do my job safely and protect mm-hmm. myself and I'm going to mm-hmm. choose myself. I don't want to say that, but it's true. No, I mean, that's what they're saying to do. You know, the recommendation is just like being on a flight that goes down. You have to protect yourself before you protect your neighbor and help them secure their, you know. Yeah, you got to put mask. on your own oxygen mask before you put it on anybody else. Right. Yeah. yeah, and things are getting a lot darker. Like, um, I was just listening to the news, and it's going to be like, you know, two million people are going to die of this in the next, you know, two weeks to six months. And uh, Seattle's tidal wave is expected in two to four weeks. And um, my husband, who works in healthcare, was, you know, at work last night. He worked the graveyard shift. His hours are changing. Everybody's, you know, like uh, shifting a little bit to make all of this work. And it was feeling like a little bit the calm before the storm, at least at my organization in Virginia Mason for a couple of weeks there. Um, But it's, he was like, yep, the operating room was busy, you know, like things, they've got the units up now and you're, you know, you're treating more patients. So the volume is increasing and things like that. It's, you know, it's just like all the stories that you hear on the news. I was listening to the four nurses who worked at Life Care Center of Kirkland today. Mm-hmm. It was their first interview and none of them got it, thank God. But wow. like 17 or more patients died of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, just what it was like, a lot of them were just so tearful and I can't believe that, you know, it's it's just sad, you know, I, I know that there's a huge PPE shortage and Please don't risk your life to save someone else's, Nicole. I mean, I know that there's a lot of pressure to do that, but don't do it. I won't. Good. Because I think that I also heard, you know, Donald Trump say that, you know, like millions of PPE arrived in New York today and ventilators, like 18,000 ventilators. I don't know. Maybe it was 40,000. I can't even remember the number. There's so many numbers being mentioned right now. It's like, I can't even keep them all straight. But um, I think that that wonderful companies are stepping up and, you know, creating these things that they've never even fucking created before and delivering them, you know. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. I love the way that people are pivoting and like distilleries are making hand sanitizer. Um, Restaurants are deciding to just feed hospital staff, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and free parking for hospital staff now, thank God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It hasn't, yeah, yes, I know, that's amazing. There are a couple of little pockets that are, it hasn't quite got yet, but to most of the city, it's, yes, you're right. Um, so, yeah, everything's changing before our eyes. And so then now we're adapting. What's a couple of cool things that we did this week to adapt? Oh, we, well, Nicole set up a Zoom chat, Zoom meeting for all of us friends who haven't seen each other in, I don't know, six months, (laughs) like two months for some of us, maybe longer. Yeah. But I think the first one worked out really, really well. Yeah. It was a happy hour. I think there were seven of us on. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Was that, was that Friday? That was Thursday night. 
Thursday night. That was yeah. nice. That was really nice. And then we did a happy hour one this, or not happy hour, but a brunch. Yeah, this morning. This morning. That was, that was really fun. Also fun. Yeah. What are some things that you're doing? Well, I was going to share a couple of funny things that I've been doing to get yeah. through. Okay, let um, me share mine real quick. And yeah, then, you I know you have yours listed. But yeah. um, my stepmom is does hair and nails. And um, we went over there yesterday and she gave us like a ton of nail polish that she doesn't use anymore. So me and Kenley have like 30 or 40 bottles of nail polish. Um, and we're I, first thing I did when I woke up was paint my nails. And then um, I also cleaned out all of the kids' closets and drawers. Um, this weekend. So that felt also extremely good and productive. Um, what else? What, do, what have you got going? Oh, well, just a couple random things. Um, I, I decided to join TikTok and then lost a bunch of hours uh, watching videos, which is totally unproductive, but whatever, you can't be perfect <laughs> all the time. Um, and then uh, I've, oh, I started listening to the police scanner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got a one nine nine. On a, no, I don't know what they said, but anyway, there was just funny, <laughs> funny to listen to. How do you uh, tune into that? You just search um, like SPD Seattle Police Department police scanner, and you can just listen. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and then. Mm, oh, I've actually been writing and I'm making a podcast about my experience uh, as an IC nurse during this time period. So look for that. Right. You've got a new podcast too called Found Down. Well, I decided maybe now's not the time because that was supposed to be all comedy, kind of funny stories and stuff. But I think I want to pivot it to um, just as like an audio diary of, of, my experience working, mm-hmm. uh, in, you know, in a hospital, in the critical care unit. Um, yeah. so I've started, started that. I don't know when Good that for you, be, but you know, um, Alec Baldwin, I follow him on Instagram and he had, you know, it was so cute to see a lot of celebrities are getting on, you know, Instagram and social media really raw, you know, and he's yeah. an older guy and he's like, God, I mean, got bags under his eyes and you know saggy skin and you know a great sense of humor but he was like you know this is he seemed really sad today he was he had you know didn't hadn't gotten his hair cut and um but he said he wanted he mentioned three things to do and one of them was write down what you're going through because this is going to change people's lives forever and it's and it's going to change society for the better you know, okay. if we can think about it that way as an opportunity to change the world, you know, and learn yeah. something. Yeah. But he, he also recommended doing that. So I applaud you for taking that approach to this because I think it is important because it, it's also cathartic. It helps you get through every day, mm-hmm. you know, to write something down and to just ugh, get it out there and get yeah. it off your chest. Mm-hmm. And I think too, a lot of people kind of want to know what it's like or what's going on and um and see just like we were talking about last week like watching something like outbreak it's kind of comforting because yeah. you can kind of see see it and so mm-hmm. i think people want to know i just need to make sure i don't get in trouble somehow 
Oh, you know, I've done yeah. a lot of self-reflection on like what I want to do and this whole thing's over. And it's like, I want to, I want to go out. I want to go balls out fancy. I want to go out to bars. I want to go, I can't wait to buy an airplane ticket. Like I, I'm going to get a couple tattoos, you know, I mean, we don't, I mean, God forbid we don't, I mean, hope to God we'll make it through this thing. But, um, what if, anyway, I've just thought a a lot about my own mortality and the things I want to do. And um, why are you waiting for it? You know? Yeah. What are you waiting for? What do you exactly? What are you waiting for? Like that fucking nurse manager, like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Is that the way he knew he'd go out? I mean, I don't know. So yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, I think it's also like when you're hearing about young, healthy people that, you know, at first they weren't even talking about young, healthy people yeah. being at risk, you know, they're just talking about older people and, you know, yeah, people with pre-existing conditions, you know, but now it's like, oh, this 38 year old, oh, this 42 year old, oh, mm-hmm. this, you know, 48 year old, mm-hmm. everybody is, you know, uh, at risk. And so I think that's taken a lot of us by storm and it's caused us to go, Oh, Hey, wait a minute. Maybe I can't really kind of just go to target with, you know, it's like, I got to wear a, you know, a bandana around my face and gloves on my hands and wash my hands and, you know, mm-hmm. multiple times. And I don't know, it's just kind of freaky. It is freaky. This is also a time, a little bit of a time capsule too, because. Oh, our podcast. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It is. Oh, I have two funny, two shout outs now. Yeah. One is to Poppy. Poppy, thanks for so much for listening. She says she's been listening and getting it through. And thanks to, and getting, are we have been getting her through? So that's awesome. Yeah. And Poppy. Poppy and her boyfriend, Hosea, were the ones that were listening to the police scanner. So then I decided to listen (laughs) to the police scanner. So thank you, Poppy. Um, and then Reagan, who we interviewed, she said something really funny on her Instagram that she shared that she's been listening to this song, The Finer Things by Steve Winwood. Mm-hmm. The finer things keep shining through. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I had to listen to it yesterday morning when I did when I was in bed and I was listening to it and laughing in my pajamas and Rob was there. So. That made me smile. Thank you. Ah, good. Anything that can uplift us at this time, we appreciate. (laughs) Now I want to keep singing. The fun things keep shining. And you know what else? You know who else? Um, I looked at the Liberty High School, for some reason, um, site, and they want to have a 25-year reunion. Dude. um, which, Which I would totally go to. And they were just talking about how Todd Plant came in to support her business, and Rache is open. Um, what's the name of her business? She owns a fire, fire starter grill. Yeah. And she's, I think delivering food and staying open and Mm -hmm. she says she's willing to help people. So it was really nice to hear, um, that people in our community are, you know, active and participating and helping people during this crisis. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Super cool. I love the way, like you said, the people are kind of reinventing or, or just sort of pivoting in this time. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish we were playing a drinking game and pivot was the word. Cause you've used it three times already. 
I'd be drunk by now, Nicole. Oh, shit. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Business bud- buzzwords today. Uh, the uh, word is pivot. The word pivot. Yeah. I can do it on my chair. Oh, my God. Um, I love it. Yeah. One right. thing I have been doing, which is not the greatest, is I've been drinking a little bit more than normal. Mm-hmm. In the evening times, but I mean, whatever. I don't know. Do you, yeah. I'm- I have been. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. So I had pro- I had two bottles of champagne in my fridge for like six months at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. And now they're both gone. So yeah, I've been drinking a little bit more too. <laughs> You're not alone in that. Um, yeah. And I'm just going to, I'm going to say, do whatever you need to do, you know, to take care yeah. of you, whatever that is. Like maybe now is the time for me to be drinking a little bit more. Maybe mm-hmm. I can worry about that when the pandemic rolls over. Right. And, and I love, I think Becca Judy pointed out the most awesome thing is that, you know, you know, weed stores and alcohol stores are essential businesses. You know, you can order it online and the more that we can keep ourselves sedated, during this time, I think the better off all of us will do. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. I didn't really notice that because I'm, you know, not really a weed smoker. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's cool that you can uh, go out and take care of yourself. In fact, that's a really great segue into our um, kind of heart of our podcast today. Right. Be- being kind to yourself. Yeah, this article, we, we um, pulled up this article from the American Psychological Association, and it's 10 tips for dealing with the stress of uncertainty. So yeah, mm-hmm. you said, so number one? Be kind to yourself. Yeah. And just know that, uh, you know, some people are better at dealing with uncertainty than others are. And so if you're having stress and anxiety or losing sleep, that's okay. And it's, normal for you and it will get better. And there's some level of unpredictability that we all just have to kind of brace ourselves for experiencing. Mm -hmm. And it might take time for this kind of, it will take time for the stressful situation to resolve. Um, But just be patient with yourself in the meantime. That's really nice, Allie. Well, I read it verbatim from the article, so it was not my own. (laughs) genius there but um (laughs) (laughs) Um, reflect on your past successes so if you're you know if you've had other times where you've um, had a difficult time and you were able to overcome kind of try to remember that I mean granted we're in a totally unique time so um, but if you've gotten through something hard chances are you can do it again yeah yeah um and then this, this next one is develop new skills. Um, make a point to try things outside your comfort zone. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. like I think, oh my gosh, um, a lot of people are like learn, trying to learn a new language right now. People are, um, I, I think my friend Aaron is doing, creating a new podcast. I'm working on a new podcast. Um, do you know, try something new, do something new, Mm -hmm. work in your garden. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Develop some confidence and skills that you, that would come 
come in handy in life, especially when things veer off course. Or just pick up a new book and read. You know, it's pretty simple, but there's definitely books in my library that I've never even cracked open. Yeah, same. And that's Uh, a way to learn something new. I think that a lot of the books that we read, we learn a lot from. Yeah, yeah. There's a book, Mark Manson's new book. I need you to hold me accountable for this. Um, Okay. The... I have a book that I've been wanting to read. I never have. It's Mark Manson's, I think, second book called Everything's Fucked, a book about hope. And I <laughs> this might be the time, this might be the time to listen to it or read it. Sorry. Oh yeah. That sounds like a great fucking read. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, everything is fucked. Book about yeah. hope. Yeah, we need yeah. some. We sure do. Can't let go of that. Oh, this fourth one I like a lot is limit exposure to the news. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, how, how have you been doing with that? Really good, actually, to be honest with you. I think I listen to it maybe about 15 to 45 minutes a day, you know, in just one shot and that's it. Because the rest of the time I'm really just busy raising kids, you know, um, meal planning and like facilitating their movements throughout the day. And that's a lot, you know, to keep you busy, but it also is helpful, you know, that I don't have to, you know, stress out and think about the data and, you know, all the, you know, depressing news. And, you know, I also feel really lucky that I don't have to be on the front line like you, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's just a different level of, um, you know, exposure. It doesn't feel as real. It feels still a little bit distant, which I think is, you know, a nicer place to be than you who are, you know, really seeing people dying in front of your eyes and feeling, you know, so much, you know, fear around, am I going to be able to perform my job with the right kind of gear and equipment that I need to be safe? You know, I mean, that's fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. You know? Totally. I think that's partly why when this whole thing started breaking, I mean, over in China and my parents um, kept, you know, hounding me, not hounding me, just talking to me about it at a level of such fear. I was just like, I can't do it because I'm going to be living it here soon enough when it fucking comes over here. So right. I don't, I can't, I don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with it right now. Cause I'm going to have to see it up front and personally. So great. That's yeah. good of you to like know that boundary and be like, yeah, it's happening, but I'll deal with it when it actually becomes my reality. Cause right now they start worrying about it too early. Then, you know, it's, it's just, just going to so take up all this extra room in my brain. Totally. Right. Right. So now, yeah. Yeah. Now, now what's here. So now I'm dealing with it more. Okay. So I'm actually not, I check in on the stats every morning. I, Uh I check in and see how Washington state is doing. Um, I, I've been, how many deaths have we had by the way? Um, I feel like it's like 200. I feel like that's still so steady compared to what's happening across the country and around the world, which is amazing for Washington. State has done an amazing job. Um, Oh my Lord. Stats are insane. Um, 
Wow. We were number five on the list. We were number four in cases yesterday. We were number five this morning, and now we're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now we're the case. Now we're the eighth ranked state, the highest number of cases. So we've had good. We are. We've had one hundred ninety-five. We're still going up, but we didn't go up by many many new cases today, which is great. Um, Good. So yeah. Anyway. Um, I think everybody still got to just shelter in place and we're just going to, you know, just, you just try to make the best of it. Right. Um, so. Yeah. That's you, amazing. I, I've been, I don't know if I've said this cause I've, I've had this conversation multiple times with multiple groups now, but you know, hats off to Washingtonians for being really diligent about this and taking it seriously from the beginning and being sort of rule followers are pretty obedient about stuff and for being like really tech savvy and advanced and being able to work from home and still allow, you know, those essential businesses like healthcare organizations to run. I think it's a real testament to our ability to innovate and be flexible and to pivot. That's four. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get my beer. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, Nicole. You're going to be hammered by the time this one's over. Rainier. Um, but okay. yeah, I'm proud of us and I, and I'm still really hopeful that that tsunami of patients will not come because I think that we're doing a great fucking job at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it'll be a blessing, not a curse if we don't end up with the surge that they keep planning for. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, okay. Number five. Um, this one's about control. Ooh. Control. <laughs> do, 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 do. Control. control. <laughs> do, 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 do. That was awesome. <laughs> Avoid uh, dwelling on things you can't control. So, I mean, there's so much out of our hands right now. So, mm-hmm. like you were saying, it just wastes a lot of energy. Yeah, we won't know when we can go on another trip. You know, we don't know when our our kids will go back to school. We just don't. No. So we've just got to let that go and live moment to moment. I think that's kind of one of the cool silver linings that it's kind of teaching us um, to be like this mindfulness practice. Like we don't know. The future is uncertain. We really can't control how this, the direction this will take very much, we can influence it, you know, and it will depend on our actions and our diligence and, you know, staying home and not spreading this um, virus around. So it, we can influence it by our behavior, um, but not by much, you know, because there's a lot that's just out of our control. So it's really teaching me just to spend time with my family and connect with my friends and be in the moment as much as I can and not worry about the future too much because there's nothing that we can really say for sure right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> totally. This is the only moment that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, take your own, own advice. So ask, your, ask yourself, if a friend came to me with this worry, what would I tell him or her? So, oh, I don't know why my, sorry for the noises from my computer. 
I didn't uh, hear any. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, just if you're, uh, mm, sorry, that totally distracted me. Do you have any thoughts on that? Oh yeah. I mean, I think that we're really hard on ourselves, you know, a lot, but if you really try to say, gosh, what if, what if my friend had come to me and asked me this very question? What, what is it that I would say to them as advice? I think that's a good way to step outside of your regular self-talk patterns and look at it a little bit differently and make sure that you're being as kind to yourself as you are others. Mm-hmm. So I think we're, we're harsh to our families. We're harsh to ourselves. We're harsh to our loved ones. But when it comes to like an interaction that you really want to know, gosh, am I being objectively being correct and, you know, trying to give this person the best advice possible, pretend like you're telling it to a a coworker or a friend. And then I think you're going to get a more appropriate, genuine, heartfelt answer. Mm -hmm. Good advice. Yeah. And uh, numero seven. Engage in self-care. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, you know, I still am doing my daily gratitude and my meditation in the morning and, you know, I'm trying not to derail everything. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, you want to try to still eat right, whatever, get your sleep. But I mean, granted we are in a, (laughs) this is a global pandemic. So this is (laughs) You just kind of going to just do the best you can, but um, mm-hmm. don't forget to take care of yourself. So um, I found I've had a couple of days where I've just let all that shit go. And um, I feel really grounded when like, I don't feel the same when I, when I let it, let it go. Like when I do it, like today I did it and it really helped me mm-hmm. feel grounded. And um, so I don't know. You, if you've got a daily routine or something, try not to let that go. Yeah. And I think like little things are important too. Just like, you know, just going outside by yourself for five or 15 minutes and have a cup of tea alone can even help recharge your battery, putting lotion on your skin or, you know, washing your hair, taking a bath, you know, vacuuming your house or, you know, cleaning out your car. Some of those things help you feel more in control and you can put kind of order in, but they also make me feel like taken care of. Yeah. Like when you, you can have a sense of accomplishment when you, when you're productive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can number eight, seek support from those you trust. Oh, this is a good one. I mean, everybody right now, and especially those people that are at home alone without, you know, if they're self-isolating without a partner or a roommate in their house, like you're going to have to get on those Zoom calls, use uh, FaceTime, use, uh, what was that one that you said Wilder uses? Oh yeah. This is cool. It's called house party. Yeah. yeah um, the kids. And did you know you can like face time in in instagram i didn't know that you can face chat with people on instagram then you can have like four people on or i don't know which that's kind of cool um Mm -hmm. so so reach out and actually you um can there's a lot of online 
free counseling services called like better help. And, um, I'll put a link in this episode for, for that. But if you're, if you're seeing a therapist, still see your therapist. Um, you know, I, I actually talked to my therapist last week on the phone. That was really great. Um, you know, now is not the time to stop seeing your therapist, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, there are some crisis if you're having, and people are going to have a hard time with this. So if you're struggling, you know, reach out, reach out, reach out for help. Okay. But it's just going to have to be over the phone (laughs) or via face chat of some kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've been and talking reach out a lot to your more. parents too. Yeah, we've been ta- I've been talking to my parents a lot more. You've been talking to your parents a lot more. I've been talking to my brother more, my sister more. I've been basically talking to everybody in my life a lot more. Mm-hmm. And doesn't that feel good? Yeah. It really does. It does. I think we're prioritizing the people that matter more, which is another silver lining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, yeah. we've really busied ourselves as a you know, country and culture. Society, yeah, we certainly have. Yeah. And to what end, you know? Right. Um, okay, control what you can. I wish I would have, like, given myself a little bit of a break um, the other day when I had my meltdown because I was, like, so mad at my kids for just, like, wanting to be on tech longer. But now that I think back and I've had some distance, it's like, would it have killed me to let them be on there for a half an hour more or an hour more and just satiated that need for them and then moved on, you know, and maybe spent from 12 to four doing something completely different. Um, <clears throat> you know, cause yeah. I think that we hold ourselves to such, you know, we just hold ourselves to such high standards and accountability that it's like we, Like, what is the fear related to that? Are they going to, you know, become weird robots who can't function in society because they've been too much exposed to tech? What is the fear around, you know, relinquishing control around that? Because it's always been a debate between me and my husband, you know, like Mm -hmm. how much tech should they get? And are they being, you know, um, is it a bad thing if they have too much tech? Because there's a lot of science and literature and recommendations around this particular topic. So, um, control what you can, but don't beat yourself up. You know, this is a very, um, cyclical list of, you know, recommendations that are, it's really, you know, it kind of one, one leads to the other. Yeah. For me, I think. I agree. Yeah. The last one is ask for help. And that goes, that goes with seek support from those you trust, ask for help. So this, you know, that's leveling up to that next level of, okay maybe you need to see a therapist. And mm-hmm. my therapist said that she's working 40 hours. They're all via video chat. Um, but, um, she's got a full, full schedule. So there's a lot of people out there that are willing to help. So don't, don't forget. Yeah. That. Including us. Well, you know, if you guys want to reach out, send us an email and tell us what you're doing. We'll yeah. talk about it online, you know, Mm -hmm. we can still do the podcast virtually which is really great we don't have to change a thing um yeah yeah, so we hope everybody's you know doing well and taking care of themselves and we support you yeah we do and if you have any funny meltdowns i mean who knew we'd have be talking about our 
global pandemic meltdowns, but Ugh. <laughs> they're happening. They're certainly <laughs> happening, man. <laughs> On oh an God. epic scale. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. These are just, you know, they're uncertain times and I've just accepted that I'm kind of just going to feel like <sighs> having a yeah. Yeah just having a low level anxiety or a high level of anxiety from time to time. Like it's okay. We're just, mm-hmm. we're just, there's a lot up in the air. We don't know. We really don't. So. Right. Right. And I am actually really thankful to those places that are open like Safeway and Target and Home Depot. Cause sometimes it does just feel good to gear up, put on your mask and gloves and go walk around and respect that six, you know, six foot boundary. Feet. You know, and protect yourself and others around you. But sometimes it does feel good to get out and and kind of see what's out there, and you know, maybe do a little retail therapy if you can afford to. I know a lot of people can't right now, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm. Mm-hmm. I definitely. I just want to say. I mean, I don't think we should promote having people go out of their house more often than they need to, right? Right. Because yeah for safety's sake, but, um, I mean, you're going to have to go get stuff at some time. You do. Yeah. And it could be, it can be seen as a break. Right. Courtney, she can't even, they can't, nobody, they can't even leave their house over in Morocco. Yeah. There's some checkpoints and stuff. Yeah. It's a little, it's a lot stricter over there. Mm-hmm. It sure is. It sure is. Zay. All right, guys. We love you. Take yeah. care out there. Yeah, we do. Stay safe and stay healthy. Okay, yes. Yeah. Let us know how you're doing. Send us an email at uh, meltdowncitypodcast at gmail.com. Reach, us, reach out to us on Instagram or on Facebook. Okay? Okay. We want to know. Take care. Yep. We'll t- tune in. We'll talk to you again next week. Okay. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts. You can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening.